episode of What You Don't Know About Christmas. My name's Neil, I'll be your host, and I've got my giggly son with me at the moment. Oliver, say hello Oliver. Hello. That was wonderful. I know. <laughs> For the benefit of listeners, Oliver's got the giggles a bit, so it's been a bit difficult getting him to just say hello at the moment, but we'll persevere. <laughs> well, this might change you. Attitude. Right. <laughs> so, how do you fancy a trip to Lapland to see Santa? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, well that's not quite right. What about if Lapland came to us, to the New Forest? You know where the New Forest is? No. Kind of, it's Dorset Way, quite close to Bournemouth. Oh, right. Yeah. Um... And it was the site of a wonderful Christmas experience one year in 2008. They had reindeers, huskies, ice rinks, log cabins, a nativity scene, tunnel of light, Hollywood special effects, a bustling Christmas market, and an ice rink. And... You can top it all off with a visit to see the big man himself, Santa, right. and get a present off him. Cool. Okay, before I go any further, I just want to explain this show's policy with Santa, okay? <laughs> we know that Santa is real. Yes. That's our firm position here. Yes. So everybody can listen to this in the confidence that Santa is real. Yes, they can. The Santas I'm talking about in this story are not the real Santas. They are very naughty men. Okay, I just want to clear that up before we go any further. Right, well, you can have all that for the price of between £25 and £30. Right, wow. Or, in today's money, about £40. <laughs> so, kind of affordable, but... You know, pretty pricey around Christmas time if yeah. you've got a family of four. Mm. Um, but 40,000 people snapped up the chance to take up these tickets. And you would, wouldn't you? It sounds absolutely lovely. Yeah. But the reality was about to come crashing down on them. The first clue. Imagine we're driving in. Mm-hmm. Heading for Santa's Wonderland. Right. The kids are in the back seat. Really excited. You've hyped it up for weeks now. And you drive up a potholed old lane and you think, well, you know, whatever. You go past a big pile of scrap cars. Well, okay, it's not the best drive up, but the attraction's going to be great, so you don't worry. So you get to the attraction. It's the first thing you do. Maybe you have a look at the reindeers. The reindeers that are... Well, so far you can see two of them. Right. One of them with a broken antler. 
in a muddy old pen, not looking very interested in anything. So, okay, so we'll go to the Huskies. Huskies, they're chained to the kennels behind a white fence in a muddy pen again. Nobody with them. But, you know, never mind. What about a lovely nativity scene? Now, when I say nativity scene, what do you think of Oliver? Um, Barn House with, like, Jesus as a baby in it with, like, the three wise men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think of it as a painting on a wall at the far side of a muddy field? No. Then you probably don't want to see this nativity <laughs> scene then, because that's what it was. I think but, I kind of would. It's quite an interesting statement piece. <laughs> but yeah. You have to get across across the muddy field to get there, though. Like, yeah. If you look at the photos, absolute, <laughs> like, like uh, Glastonbury. Wow. When okay. it's rained, kind of. Okay, so, okay, so it's not going well so far. And you need a loo break. So, because, yeah. I mean... Let's face it, Oliver, when you were a kid, you needed a lot of loo breaks. Yeah. <laughs> well, pop into the toilet. What were we greeted with? A toilet bowl full to the brim. Oh, great. Yeah. That's according to Grace Tyrrell, who was one of the customers there. She was lucky, though, because as she was leaving the toilet, she didn't spot the Santa having a quick smoke beside the loo like one of the children did. <laughs> Who had to be comforted for seeing Santa smoking. So, right, let's get a bit active. We'll go to the ice rink. Oh, no, we won't. The ice rink is now a puddle of water because it's not working. Not much left to save it. But how about we go to the bustling Christmas market? What are you picturing? Um, Like the Notton Fair market. Yeah, with... like a Christmas fair, loads yeah. of little huts. With crafts and things in them. Yeah. How about a German sausage stand and a baguette stand selling turkey and stuffing baguettes? Yeah, not what I thought it would be. Okay, well, it's getting on a bit, so maybe we should go and see Santa. Yeah. If you're prepared to queue for three hours. And guess what happens when you get to see Santa? Uh, one quick photo and no present at the end. You're almost right. Yeah. No photo. Right. <laughs> Unless you pay £10. Wow. <laughs> or, and you, well, you do get a present, but not from Santa. <laughs> you, after that three-hour queuing, you say hello to Santa... He says hello back, you get pushed out. <laughs> no photo unless you pay. Right. To join another queue where you get your present from Santa. <laughs> and the presents are pretty crappy. Most of them break before they get home. But it will give you Christmas memories. Or it give some children Christmas memories. Like the child who saw Daddy punching Santa in the face when he found out he couldn't have <laughs> <laughs> a photo with Santa. Or you could see an elf get smacked in the face by an angry parrot and pushed into a pram. <laughs> yeah. 
How long do you think the attraction lasted? Uh, a fortnight. No, six days. That's all they managed before they had to close down because the press were all over it. Lots of people were complaining to the media and trading standards. And it just... In the end, Dorset Trading Standards had received 5,000 complaints. They said it was unprecedented. So, at first the management tried to ride it out. Mm. Their names were Victor, Victor and Henry Mears, and they were in charge. And they gave a statement to the Daily Mail. Um, he seemed to blame the customers uh, for assault. Well, I mean, the customers did assault yeah. the staff, but he seemed to think that that was the problem, not the fact that he'd pushed parents to the point of no return. And he said that 95% of customers were happy with that. Oh, I forgot to mention another like feature that I liked. There was yeah. a tunnel of light, which was a net slung over some Christmas trees. And one of the reports I read said that a customer went through, didn't know he'd been through it, and then his wife turned around and went, I think we've just been through the tunnel of light. So all in all, a very unhappy set of customers, a very unhappy set of staff. One of the um, security guards left when um, he realised that um, a family had taken their, their mother out of a hospice for what would be her last Christmas. Oh, God. I know. So there is a serious side. I mean, it did really disappoint a lot yeah. of people who'd spent a lot of You're money right. on it. Um, and... It was taken seriously. I mean, the press were all over it. They absolutely loved it. Mm. And also, Trading Standards just thought that they needed to take this to court. So the brothers did end up in court. And in court, they tended to blame everybody but themselves. They blamed the media and what they called New Forest Villains. Never really got to the bottom of what that is in any of the news reports. They just kept quoting that. Uh, he blamed the staff um, at the company that he sort of hired the attraction from. Right. Um, claimed he claimed they'd been bullied by uh, those people. Um, he claimed that this guy called Mr. Charlie Cooper uh, sabotaged the ice rink and told traders not to show up. Right. And. Yeah, just took no responsibility for it whatsoever. And they were actually found guilty of eight charges relating to misleading the public. Can you guess what punishment they were? Uh, prison time? Yeah, yeah, they did. 13 months in prison. Right. The judge said... What you actually provided was something that looked like an averagely managed summer car boot sale. <laughs> and I think, yeah, that kind of sums it up, really. Yeah, I think that does sum it up pretty well. And that's it. I mean, that's that story, really. Mm. Um, but it seems to be a story that repeats itself. Right. I think that was the template for it. Mm. And then... Almost every year since what they call the winter blunderland, right. 
there's a story. We really seem to enjoy reading stories about Christmas events that go terribly wrong. Yeah. We've got um, in St Ives uh, near Cambridge. We've got Santa um, telling kids, cover your kids to see his parents. Santa telling kids to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> the reason being... A fire alarm went off in um, the place where the, there was a little sort of charity event where you right. could meet Santa. Yeah. That was taking place upstairs. Downstairs, there was a rave for parents and kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> Santa was being exposed to this boom, 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 boom the whole time right. while he was meeting the kids. And that didn't go down too well with him. It frayed his temper a bit. And then they used a, a smoke machine at the rave, which uh. set the alarms off. Obviously, people were quite reluctant to leave the queue, queuing to see Santa. Mm. And that's why Santa <laughs> told them to get the fuck out. <laughs> There's another um, example um, in Norwich. There was a um, like a drive-through grotto right. based on A Christmas Carol. Mm. Which absolutely scared the crap out of kids. Yeah. <laughs> there, they had Ebenezer Scrooge. He was looking quite creepy, and all the ghosts and everything. It just, yeah, it wasn't good. And to top it off, when you got to the end again, they were using false Santas, not mm. the real one. Um, you could see two Santas uh -huh. while you were waiting to get your into your queue to mm. drive in and meet Santa. If you were at the wrong angle, you could see both the Santas. See? <laughs> Another one that just left people completely disappointed. Yeah. And then we've got um, another one in um, East Lothian that has... Um, well, my favourite bit of this... I mean, it just looked really bad. It was like a small-scale Lapland one, really muddy, mm. um, sparse, you know, attractions... And um, a mannequin dressed up as Santa with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then we even have Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Do you know who that is? No. I bet you know who he is. He's the pretentious... Well, I like him. That's mean to say he's pretentious. Well, he is. He's like the Elizabeth, uh, Victorian fop guy who wears really trendy suits and is an interior designer. He's really ostentatious. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, he had a crack at it as well. Right. Promised an absolutely magical experience um, that had to shut down after one day. Right. Because the magical train that you went on broke down. <laughs> so you had to walk to see Santa. Right. Um, there was... Elves and Santa was having a smoke in this place. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they closed down to rejig it all so right. that they could make it better because they said they'd had some teething problems. <laughs> and I'm sure we're recording this in November. My guess is this Christmas there will be some media report about a failed Christmas wonderland because mm. we really seem to enjoy it and have fun reading about them and yeah. reporting them. 
So I was interested in why that was. Why do you think it is? Um, the British humour and how it's like kind of painted in cynicism in a way. Well, I do think it might be done. I mean, I didn't like, you know, survey the whole of America, but I spoke to a couple of my American friends saying, do you get this every year, this report about failed uh, winter wonderland? And, and they don't. Mm. So I think it is specific to British culture. And I, yeah, I think you're kind of right. I think we like piercing that kind of perfection. Yeah, and that like, and, joy and of fantasy. Yes, <laughs> and seeing the just, miserableness. Yeah. As long as it's not happening to us. Yeah, no. I think we kind of I enjoy think... it. If we're the ones stuck in that queue mm. with heartbroken kids, it's a different story. But yeah. I do think there's a bit of a scroogeness that enjoys yeah. we, that. We like hurtling reality at people. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um... And that's it. Another little short episode. Yeah. About interesting Christmas things. Yeah. <laughs> so it just leaves me to thank you, Oliver, for yeah, no your problem. participation and getting over your giggles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for the editing and the sound design. And I wish all the listeners a Merry Christmas. And... Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.